scared us. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Sunday. What's up, Boogie? Shit, another day, man. Another day. Yep. Uh, we doing a Sunday podcast today. Um, because we wanted to get this individual on our podcast. Um, always gotta get them props to the special guests that come fuck with us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 for sure. And uh, of course, we got none other than Miss Oh Sophia Lane's creator. Oh, he dropped off a little quick, but we'll be right back. We'll bring him back in. Um, what's up, Kristen? What's up? Not much. Hey, I appreciate you uh, plugging us up with Blase and, uh, um, you know, getting to know him, getting to know about him. I started once you mentioned him, and uh, and mm-hmm. we I just started listening to the music. So I'm I'm excited to hear his his quick story. But today's episode is about redemption. We, redemption, redemption. You know, man. not judging a book mm-hmm. by its cover. Everybody always, Amen. you know what I mean. People ain't no different than me and and the dude sitting in in Sing Sing or wherever. He just got caught, yeah. you know, because I I could be there too if I got caught when I was young. You know yeah. what I mean? So gotta have that chance to go make it all right. You know what I'm saying? You Can't got hold to, that shit against you, man. Uh, people make mistakes. God said to forgive, yeah. so it ain't the Old Testament. Put them comments up there. For sure. Just... See, that's why you're there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh hey man so we got blase i blase you want to do a quick introduction and let people know um what you do with who you are and everything yeah. like that let's hear it hey, matt blase, little rapper <laughs> out of the uh rapper out of the bay area um, What's up? i definitely uh yep. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm definitely I'm from my man. Share redeeming myself for these days but uh yeah i love making music it's been a a, a crazy adventure so far i've been doing it for like two two years i think but um i love writing man i love being able to talk about stuff that i'm going feelings on stuff so the music gave me that platform yeah it's an it's definitely an art and i can definitely see that it's an avenue to express thyself with some of the songs that that I've been hearing, and we just well, we yeah, just heard we a little. Found one. We just found one that we. Oh, oh, he keeps dropping in and out. But yeah, he'll come back. Yeah, yeah, we found one called uh, "Kill Six <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, can you hardly blame him? No, nah, I, I can't. But I just want. I want to. I want to. I wanted to talk about the backstory. The on backstory that one, on that one, but um. Oh, when he there he goes. Yeah, He's popping in and out. It happens, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's up, hey, man? Matt, Matt, we're talking about Kill Six Nine. <laughs> I just I just found that track today <laughs> on, <laughs> on Apple Music. That's my favorite. So That's my favorite right there. Is it? That's but you good, know what? Man. You you want to you want to know what's crazy? What's crazy? I'm trying to. Uh, Enter the studio on my phone to see if it works better. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me oh. add the other one first. Uh, okay. Are you you there? Yeah, because I think my phone. Oh yeah, that sounds a lot better too. Does oh it? yeah, it's clear. Yeah, for some reason my iPad was acting janky. But you know what's crazy, man, is um, 
when I did the kill six nine, I didn't do it with the uh, intentions of drawing any inten- uh, attention to six nine. It was um, it was more a song made for how people um, they act like once you leave the game, you're no longer the person that you was while you was in the game. Mm. So uh, it was like me, me trying to say it's like uh, just because people uh, maybe mature or want to do something different in life, that doesn't mean necessarily that they're uh, that they're a different person. You know what I mean? It's like I feel yeah. like people people feel like they could um, poke and prod you now that that uh, that you're not as crazy as you once was or something, you know? And then, um, it was just like me shooting shots at certain people for, um, yeah. Yeah. Great no, I, it was a good shot. And like, I'm just going to play a little bit about it. Look, I'm just going to play like a little bit. Like he had the scope on when he made that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. He had binoculars <laughs> on. He had crosshairs <laughs> on. Look, look. Hey man, I, I we just tried it. So I, yeah, I've been listening, man. I've been listening to the tracks, and you know, so what got you? What got you into rapping? Like, when did you decide? Hey, I'm I'm gonna be a rapper. Well, my when I was in uh, cause I did state prison before i did federal prison and then when i was in a uh, state my brother had got a uh, job in one of the refineries and during his downtime he started writing and we we both grew up loving music our parents loved music we loved music it was just like uh music was and still is a big staple in our lives man so uh my brother would write me or i call and he'd be like man we're gonna try to make some music so when I came home, we went to the studio. I couldn't, I couldn't rap to a beat up until two years ago, man. I, I was, uh, I was, I was intimidated to try to do music because I only felt comfortable working with uh, engineers that knew that I couldn't rap on a beat. So mm-hmm. it, I would have to have these guys like punch me in every bar, tell me when, where to start, and all that type of stuff. So um, it wasn't until I went to this dude's house. We, we recorded um, half the song. And then I went home and I was listening to the, the beat over and over and over again. And I was like, hold on, man. I'm starting to see where I'm supposed to punch in and, and, gotcha. and all that type of stuff. So then um, I started taking it a little more serious. And I was like, man, I feel like I could do this music stuff. Now, it gave me the confidence I needed because, like I said, I'd always loved music but I wasn't willing to go after something because I felt like, how can I do this um, with the attention that it requires if I can't rap on a beat? Right, right, right. So a couple years ago, I went through, like uh, I was going through some some personal things and uh, I ended up having a lot of free time on my hands. So I was like, man, started writing more and um I just started getting more serious with it. And like I said, I think the turning point for me was when I realized that I can rap on a beat. That, that, that's awesome, man. I'm, and I'm glad you found like the Avenue that lets you express yourself one artistically and just one as a human being. And, um, just to say, 
I, I say that because everybody goes through their trials and tribulations. Everybody goes through things that that need to happen, and um, the, the this is a perfect example of redeeming oneself, right? right? So uh, I'm pretty sure you you looking at your following, you've impacted a lot of people, um, just your YouTube channel and stuff like that. So I just tip my hat off to you, man, on uh, um, switching that around and 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 just being this positive beam of light in in the rap world and shit as a human being period yeah um what do you say to those out there that automatically look at you from your mistakes right instead of the new person that you are you know what man that shit it's it's happened to me my entire life my mom and my dad were drug dealers um so i grew up kind of used to people saying hey we don't want you to uh we don't want you to go to the donahue's house and and uh and and stuff like that but you know what's crazy man is i I was about to say that or maybe i did say i'm used to it but i'm not used to it because nobody likes to be judged man and uh, especially when you feel like you've um you've righted your wrongs you know what i mean you've come a long way you've done things differently uh Cause I've been home, I think almost seven years now. And I still feel, you know, when I first came home and I, and I was doing everything different, I feel like I let people down. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes I feel like people look at people that are living that criminal lifestyle and it's kind of like a soap opera to them. Mm. They could talk about it. Oh, you know, Maddie boy just got knocked again. Uh, uh, Maddie boys in the County jail or this and that, and that, and this Well. Now they don't have that. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, I feel like I let some people down, but then I still feel like no matter how much time I do right or do the things that I'm currently doing, people will always look at me as the person that I was prior to my incarceration. Oh yeah. That's, that's life, brother. Like that's, that's the whole thing. So you can do all great things your whole life. One mistake. And that's the only thing they remember you for. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how it always is. That news is full of bad things because yeah. people don't want to hear about. Yeah, that. we wouldn't watch it if it wasn't for all the bad <laughs> right. stuff on it. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear the feel-good stories, man. Nobody cares about what I did after. Yeah, we all human. We all make mistakes, dog. But judge me for what I'm doing now, not for right. what I didn't do. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, when you're letting people down, that when you're not doing bad. Those are the wrong people anyway. Oh, it is. So it's it's easy to filter those people out. Like, what no. you're you're mad? I'm not selling drugs. Okay, then right. Kick yeah, rocks. Was, right? was you, my, you mad? I'm not selling drugs. with shit? Was you even my customer? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, one of the one of the things I like to say most these days is that I feel like people supported me more as a criminal than they yeah. do as a musician. Yeah, it's like man you're happy as hell that i'm out here in the street selling drugs you ain't got nothing negative to say about that but you go to make music it's like everybody what the fuck you doing man uh, there's always some negative thing to say not always you know i got a lot of people that love what i'm doing and i appreciate Mm. that but absolutely you'd be surprised man i mean i was surprised i was like man i'm gonna i'm gonna make this music and and people are gonna love it and this and that and it was like people uh I was just I expected. I was just gonna ask you that once you started doing music and started and you turned everything around, I, I bet your circle changed just a little bit, right? The people that were around you and stuff like that. And those are the kind of people that are living by curiously through yeah. Yeah. whether it's um what do you call it? I'm thinking in Spanish and not in, in English. Yeah, we, um we, we doing English, bro. Shit. 
<laughs> it don't come to me. But you know, living, you know, um vicariously. Yeah, vicariously or, or like they're friends, but they're acquaintances. There yeah. you go. They're acquaintances yeah. that kind of live vicariously through you and now are like, dang man. Yeah, because they're like, Well, shit, I want to be a rapper, but I can't. So I know this guy's a rapper. Let me yeah, yeah let me do that or whatever. Yeah. I want I want to be a criminal because that's cool. I know somebody that did it and he made it all right, so he made it look good in their eyes, even though it was like you just trying to get it how you live at the time. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. No, well, but. not to mention those people are not ready to change their life. So they look mm. negatively on the people that have yeah. changed their life. And one, once you decided to change, right, Blaza, you had to leave some people back. You got to love them for where they're at. Leave them where they're at because, you know, you don't need those anchors pulling you back into yeah. what you're trying to change. You know what's crazy, man? Fortunately for me, I feel like um, every time that people have seen me trying to do something different, like when I got out of state prison, I had people come up and they just wanted to say what's up to me because we was running in the streets prior to my uh, incarceration. And they would tell me, man, Maddie, look, I'm still out here fucking up, man. I'm not trying to drag you down. Uh, I see you out here trying to do something positive or whatever. So I just wanted to come show my love or whatever. And, and I'm, I'm begun. And then even after my, my fed thing, it was like, um, I don't feel like I had anybody like trying to, oh man, come on, let's go, let's go back to the game. I was gone for 10 years too, though. So a lot of the people that I was running with yeah. were gone or uh, out of the game, you know, people change or whatever. So it was like, um, yeah, my circle since I started making the music is, um, it might have grew a little bit. I, 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 uh, got more people that that love the music and then we sit there and chop back and forth on the uh internet or whatever and um or they come to the videos you know people i never met would reach out and be like man i love what you're doing and i'd be like man we're shooting a video come down here and yeah, come on just, plug in hell yeah people just love that shit man it's unpaid like, internship come on be an extra just so, hell yeah so, <laughs> so, when you, so when you first got out was uh was you was your plan initially to start getting to the music game or what was your what was your plan when you first got out Man, because those plan, are the probably the doors that got closed on you a lot more right yeah well the plan i you know i had little uh goals that i wanted to come home i wanted to have kids i wanted to uh like dabble into real estate and um i did everything that i wanted to do you know what i mean i, I got into the real estate game i bought a um a condo and then i bought a rental property um and I had I was out for like maybe four years or something before I started even thinking about doing music. Okay. So no, I, my intentions you when at the end of my term, I was writing like crazy, man, because it kept me from going crazy. You know, and it was like um, the closer. Uh, a lot of times people be like, man, the closer I got to home, the better I felt, and it was the opposite for me, mm. because um. I don't know how to explain it, but I was like nervous, man. It was like I'd been gone for a while and uh, I didn't know what to expect when I came home and all that type of shit. So uh, writing literally saved me, man, because I could just sit there and, and uh, I would be reading like Jay-Z's Decoded and I would be like infatuated with the way that this dude created stories and like how uh, so many of his songs have different meanings than what we think it has and and then i would try to write like him and, and and uh so yeah it was just like writing 
at the end of my sentence saved me from going crazy. And then when I came home, I, I mean, I always wished that I could do the music or whatever, but that wasn't my immediate goal when I came right. home. Right on, right on. And <clears throat> I know we just had a crazy 2020. Oh, man. And uh, 2019, did that, what did, did that do? I mean, for artists, I think it was kind of like their cocoon to write, right, right. So um, did you do a lot of writing during um, during 2020? Uh, well, I think it kind of kind of threw a wrench in my shit because I the the um the live shows, man. The live shows, man. Yeah, that's where the money come from. Them shows, and, man. And, and it's like people get to to uh, like I've had people after a show, they be like, "Man, Maddie, where can I get that song?" And then I tell them, "I haven't released it, but I'm gonna release it." And then he'd be like, "Man, bro, I listened to the song." He goes, "And it's not the same as it oh. is when I was able to watch you." You know what I mean? So, so you get fans to, I think like you get the fans to feel more of uh, the lyrics and the feelings that you have behind your music when they could watch you live. You know what I mean? So, uh, and, and as an up and coming artist or whatever, I feel like when you don't have that, it's like, uh, easy to get lost at the shuffle, man. It's, it's people, people are, in my opinion, people, listen to music with their eyes these days you know what i mean so yeah. if you ain't putting out video after video after video or if you ain't constantly on instagram making the little short video things like that which i struggle mm -hmm. with because i'm self-conscious about getting on there i'm always weird i don't want people to um i want people to get the me the who i really am and i feel like a lot of times when I get on there and try to um, do the little short videos, it's like I feel like I'm trying to get into character, which I don't ever want to do. Mm -hmm. And I and I get self-conscious about that. But I say all that to say that I feel like um, the the COVID, the shutdown and everything kind of put a damper on my thing. OK, I feel like uh, people were getting the feeling of who I was and, and uh, my feelings behind my music when they was able to, to see it in person. Right on. So you got live shows going on this year now? Yeah, finally I got one coming up in uh on August twenty first. Yeah, because uh in California, uh June fifteenth, that's when it's supposed to be wide open again, right? Yeah. June well, I think I think I don't I don't know how uh how wide open it's supposed to be, but I know that um things are supposed to change on the fifteenth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I heard. Yeah, leave it to Texas. We didn't even think Corona was Shit, a that thing. Didn't even <laughs> yeah, understand. we've been wide open. <laughs> that one never must shut be down. Nice. <laughs> must be nice. Yeah, man. You're man. gonna have. Hey, you're gonna have to come down and do a show out here in the in the, in yes, the third south in the third coast. <laughs> yeah, I will set it. it up for you. All of it. I'm ready. I'm there ready. you go. I'm ready. But yeah, man. So uh, this is kind of just. I just wanted to, I wanted any, everybody to kind of hear your story, man. Cause one, it's powerful, yeah. you know, the bounce back is always amazing. Um, and I just, you know, we kind of talked about it in our last episode, uh, when we talked about, that was kind of like our part one of mental yeah, health, mental health yeah. when we met Grant and it was just kind of like, you know, a lot of people will judge you on your mistakes, but I, I just wanted to talk about stop looking at what I did in the past. Look at the yeah. impact that I'm making in the future because that's the legacy I'm going to live. I'm going to leave behind. So, um, you know, so what, what you got some, uh, 
some of them music gems coming out, or you just you you waiting for the time you go live? He hold it all. Hold on to it. No, I just uh, I got a, a partner of mine that uh, he's younger than me, but he he grew up um, around a lot of the people that I grew up around. So he grew up kind of hearing about me and my little crew over there in Contra Costa County, and uh, so I went because he's a engineer he produces music this fool's done did uh beats for 42 doug uh burner um i don't know if you guys are familiar with griselda i haven't heard it but i'm pretty sure it's like west coast uh, it's no it's east no. coast griselda really? uh conway um conway the machine um start writing these down <laughs> benny the butcher man yeah, i heard of benny the butcher he got uh Bruh, Benny the Butcher, these guys are some of the best artists out right now. But if you look up Griselda, Griselda is on fire, man. Them guys are uh, on a, a whole nother level right now. But he just recently got a plaque for um, some, uh, a beat he did for them. Okay. But, um, so I went over and I've been working with him for, uh, I don't know, five or six months or whatever. And he and I just made a song that... uh we just finished a couple weeks ago so we're going to get the video all lined up and get that released and i did another one with a uh a cat named illuminate he's a christian rapper um nice he he went to the same high school i did after me and uh my partner mace did a, a podcast he went on there and was like man i know this dude da, 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 da. uh went to the same high school with him and and so he and i started going back and forth and then he was like, man, Maddie, listen, if you want to uh, if you ever want to do a song that's kind of different than the, the stuff that you're doing right now, man, I would love to, to get something with maybe a little more positive message out there. And uh, there yeah, so I left from having lunch with him and then I went and I wrote something and then I sent it to him and then he blessed the track. That fool. He went in <laughs> full on this. Nice. Had me second guessing whether I should release this shit because he murdered me, man. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, you on there? Hey, all, all press is good press, man. You on there? Yeah, hell yeah. So, but uh, yeah, I got them two up and coming, coming out, and uh, I got some other things that I need to go back to Vidal and uh, and work on. So I got some things coming up pretty soon. The the Northern California one I hope to drop real soon because I'm excited about it. It's like a little summer anthem, man. Okay. Yeah. So, have who has it been anybody that you wanted to work with that you had an opportunity yet, or is it is it just? I got a song out, but uh, I I haven't released it because I've been trying to do a video uh with them. But man, Jay Diggs is everywhere. That fool when he says he's everywhere, that fool is every motherfucking where. Trying to get him to sit still to make a uh, to do a video shoot has been a mission. So I might end up just having to release that joint, but uh. I'm excited about that song, man, because I think it's a dope song. Uh, I respect Jay Diggs. I feel like he's a street dude and and um, just kept it street throughout his whole thing, man, and I respect that. So I can't wait to drop that one. Like I said, I was trying to get a video lined up because I thought it would be dope to have a video with the homie, you know, the Jay Diggs is a Bay Area legend. So, but. For sure. But now. And <clears throat> So what do you what do you say to individuals that are struggling trying to trying to rebound? Like, because it's 
I mean, it's hard to stay positive, right? And depending on what it is. And um, you've been very, very, very awesome at that. So like, what do you, what do you say to those individuals that might be struggling? Like, <clears throat> well, for me, it depends on where they come from, man. Like I know that a lot of times uh, prison will give you a false sense of hope that if you come home from prison, everything is going to be easy. You know, the prison is programmed man. you wake up at the same time. You go to work at the same time. You shower at the same fucking time. Everything is the exact same way every fucking day. So you get this little, like I said, a false sense of hope that if you come home and do right, everything is going to fall into place the way you think it should fall into place. And then you come home and that's not the case. Nothing is predictable. Right. You live a, a normal life, man. You know what I mean? Your car could break down. You could get a flat tire. You're living paycheck to paycheck. You might not be able to afford to get all new tires. Um, but I do believe that if you if you stick it out, a lot of times I feel like when people go back to prison, they go back to prison because life is harder than they expected. It's, you know, it's like prison. Yeah. Hell yeah. Prison is easy. I mean, I don't I know that sounds fucking ridiculous, but right now. <laughs> when I say easy, I just mean that it's like you don't have I mean, you worry about all the, the craziness inside there, but you don't have no responsibilities, man. You don't have to worry mm. about paying your bills. No, you don't have to worry about bringing your kids to, to uh, school, dropping them off, making sure they have everything they need. You know what I mean? I, thankfully, I didn't have no kids when I was in prison, so I don't really know how people uh deal with that while they're on the inside but i just know that when i came home i all of a sudden had all these responsibilities you know what i mean it was like oh. i had to pay mortgage i had to pay pg e i had to pay for gas and i'm doing all this shit when, and previously i didn't think about none of that type of stuff but um mm. i just tell them man if you if you if you keep at it and it's what you really really want man all the things that seem so difficult in the beginning will fall into place, man. It just takes time. You got it. You got to really want it. Otherwise you're going to, you're going to do like, hell yeah. You're going to get frustrated. You know what I mean? You're going to, uh, like when I got home from state prison, man, I had to get rides from, uh, multiple people. Like my mom had had, cause I didn't have a license. So my mom had had to give me a ride, uh, 45 minutes away to drop me off to this welder. And then the welder and me drove another, hour out to go to work and then on my way home i had to ask for more rides you know it was like one thing after another after another after another and then finally like after four months of me doing it i was like man fuck this (laughs) (laughs) yeah hey man no but you it's it's a grind bro so that's just that's that's the you know the treasure at, at the bottom you know uh, yeah, or it's just uh, that that, uh, that will to like I'm gonna make it by any means necessary, man. It's just, just my struggle, but it's gonna be worth it in the in the, in the end. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes people don't realize, like, hey, it's not gonna be easy, even though we wanted to. But how much you really to put in to get where you want to be if you have a goal, man? No, absolutely. Just like raising kids, man. You think that you're gonna have a kid and that shit's gonna be easy? It's just gonna be the happiest moments of your whole entire life, twenty four seven. And then you had, uh, then you had the kids and it's like, man, the, the for like my son, for example, the first two years of his life, I felt like all he did was cry. And I was like, man, this shit is just but but you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. You know what I mean? Because that's your kid. But 
It's the same thing with life. I mean, fuck, man. You you could either come home and and do what you need to do to get everything dialed in, or or you could go spend the rest of your life going back and in, back and in. Back yeah, in. See, I, I told my wife birthing was easy. She oh, yeah, yeah, right, bro. But no, no, man, that's. Oh, so I'm trying to get a hold of me. No, oh, they can wait. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's awesome, man, and I just. Kristen, if you had to 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 let somebody know about redemption and uh, you know everybody's made mistakes, but what what would be your message? Somebody trying. Well, like you said, you have to want to. You mm. know, if you have one little inkling of thought that you don't want to, mm-hmm. all those hard things like needing to pay for gas and bills and kids and mortgage and stuff, it's just going to be the excuse to go back. You know, because you're just, I can't do this. I'd rather, I'd rather be back in prison, you know, than it, you know, you just have to really want to, cause it's not easy. It's not, there's, you know, nothing easy about the real world for anybody. No, You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you really have to want it. It's no different than having a business, the whole entrepreneurship thing, right? Exactly. You have to really want to do it and really make it work or it's just not gonna work. Yeah. So. You know, I'd rather fix, fail than go than go back. I'd rather be. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta fix that piece of negativity before you can move forward, or you won't move, or you won't move forward. Yeah, it's comfort so. zones too, man. I know that from yeah. me, the comfort zone thing, because a lot of people like uh, when before they go to prison, man. It depends on your situation. If you're balling, everybody's everybody wants to be around you. Your uh, oh yeah, your phone's always going off. You know what I mean? It's, um. You're never bored. You know, you never lack for company or anything like that. And then mm-hmm. when you come home and you're not the man no more, your phone's not ringing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, nobody's around. So you you get them little man. It's I feel, uh, uh, I guess, the lonely or something. I don't know the word for it, but it's like, uh, where is everybody? You know what I mean? And then yeah. it's like, man, I'm not comfortable here. I want to go back to the streets where where people where I'm. I'm needed, and uh, it's just like all this craziness, yeah. man. But, but and, like I said, it tells you how valuable those people are in general. Yeah. Mm. No, that was gonna be my next question. You know, like the itch when you got out, the itch to go back to the same game, just because of that, those type of feelings. You know, you had to fight those too. I'm sure. Oh, uh, if 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 my mom. Uh, I hate to say this, man, and I think it all the time, but um, if my mom would have been alive when I got out of the feds within my first two weeks of being home, I would have left the halfway house. Mm. Yeah. I would have went, went back to, the, to what I was used to because it was like um, I didn't know how to function, man. It's like these fools, these halfway house people expected everybody to know like public transportation. I didn't even know how to fucking do no public transportation. Right. I, I had money. So I go out because you the halfway house sets up your uh, times that you have to go and like do your appointments and shit like that. So, you know, you're supposed to check at nine o'clock to see if you got a pass. I check at nine o'clock. They say that the passes haven't been approved. So then I go down there in, in the morning when I get up at like seven in the morning, I'm like, hey, man, have, have the passes been approved? They said, yeah, what time? 
They said, yours is right now. And I said, well, how the fuck am I supposed to get there? <laughs> and they're like, the bus, the bus that just pulled up. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, so it's just like, I, I'm frustrated. I don't have a license again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have to depend on everything. And, and, um, there was just points in that period where I was like, man, fuck this. I remember calling my sister and I'm fucking mad. I'm like, man, I can't do this. And then my sister's husband gets on the phone. And then my homeboy that had changed his life is with my, my sister's husband. And they're both like, man, Maddie, fall back. It's going to work out. Don't do nothing fucking stupid. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, that's probably easier said than done though, because you, you, you live in that man. Oh yeah. But I, the urges, man, I'm telling you there, there was, there was like in the first two or three years, I probably laid in bed every day thinking about going back to it because I got frustrated thinking about paying for, uh, stressing on paying for gas money and, and, uh, the mortgage not having enough, always feeling like I'm behind, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. And that shit just got frustrating, man. And, uh, Honestly, I would lay in there and I'd be thinking, man, I'm going to do this. And then I would think, how the fuck am I going to go any amount of time without seeing my kids? You know what I mean? I'd be sitting there and I'm like, there's no fucking way that I'm going to go and do something that's going to jeopardize my time with my children. Mm. And uh, so those thoughts have like diminished. Like these days, man, the, the thought of doing something... Um, silly it's like man i haven't i have those thoughts yeah rarely come these days man you got too much to you yeah, got too much to you, lose now yeah when you got something to lose that matter right now yeah. you know what i mean yeah i would imagine it it's harder to have those thoughts when you have that that stuff that brings joy to your life right, right. rather than you being a single dude with nothing nobody out no support system especially when you really didn't have that feeling prior to going in you yeah. know what i'm saying like just like you said you you, you say you would couldn't imagine having to be going in and like missing my kids or whatnot, but it'll be different now that you know I got I got this feeling yeah. I got my my kids here and it's like man there's and I'm doing it for them anyway yeah so there's no way I can put myself in the position which 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 reignites the drive to do to do right man and that's what that's what we can appreciate for people that had to go through those struggles and now they see yeah you know what man I I, I did that but this is where I'm at now man and it's by any means necessary because yeah I got them All babies right. man you know? yeah. Yeah, well, as you mentioned, it keeps getting better for Matt. Yeah, he's, he's got the love is the love of his life now. Uh, there you go. That's so beautiful to see. Oh, I love it. Yeah, good. Got his music. So your persistence, you're, man. You're married, it. Matt. You're, ma I'm you're, you're married, married, Matt. Now married, Matt. Almost. Not, not yet. Not oh, yet. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's patience, man. Yeah, here's the push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do it when you're ready, man. Do it. Oh, I'm ready. Don't let nobody push you, man. Do it when you're ready, man. Just, just do it before she does it for you. Yeah, no, it, it, it's coming. It's coming. We, uh, I got something special, man. I feel like, um, I feel like, man, I paid my dues for it. You know what I mean? Uh, even I wake up a lot of times I wake up and I'm like, man, how I get so lucky. You know what I mean? And, and she says that she feels the same way, but He's for me, one. I mean, God, I've been through a lot, man. You know what I mean? I've been through, I did a lot of prison time. I lost both my parents while I was in prison. Um, uh, and then when I came home, I went through some, I went through, I went through a lot of madness, man. But, um, I got to a point honestly where I was just like, man, I got my kids. I'm doing this music and 
I feel like as long as I'm pushing, taking care of my kids, doing what I love, everything's going to fall into place. And I always kept that little glimmer of hope because I know that you hear terrible stories about men and women in relationships. But I was at a point where I was like, man, women are fucking nuts. You know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> hey, but that, that's a that's another subject oh, for a podcast. Hey, hey, write that, write that down, man. <laughs> podcast episode seventeen. Women are nuts. But I kept hope. You know what I mean? I, I remember, and my brother would tell you to this day. I would always tell my brother, I'd be like, "Bro, I know there is good women out there, man. You know what I mean? It's just a matter of finding that good woman. You know what I mean? And uh, and and." Just the type of woman that encourages growth, man. There's no jealousy wow. in the relationship. It's just all love and um, just the the other person making you better and you making the other person better, man. And I feel like I finally got that and I treasure it. I value it, man. I, I cherish her and I, and I put that energy out because uh, I don't know, you know, I feel like when you um, when you waited so long for something, you value it different than other people do will you know absolutely so was this somebody that you knew prior to or is it just somebody nah. you met in the back end i met because uh she started posting my music right and and i didn't think oh nothing. snap I like I didn't, that. That's a good see story. how everything falls into place everything happens for a reason i just love it i honestly thought that she was just being supportive you know what i mean and i and i respected it you know what i mean i'm not the type of person that if a female posts my music i'm like oh she must yeah, I, I just be like, Thank you. Yeah. I respect that, and I'm all good with it. So she started posting my music, and then when she posted, I would I would reply, and then um, and then one time we we started, uh, I, I could tell it was like flirtatious, man, and I was like, oh, this is dope. What's up? You know, what I mean? so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, so so see, you were meant to do music. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. And I tell people, man, if you're doing what you love in life and, and, and you're focusing on you and you're you're not worried about like um, needing people or needing certain things in your life to 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 get to where you want to be, then that's when everything is going to fall into place, man. And I feel like that's what happened with me. And I'm just yeah. I kept that energy. You know what I mean? Like, man, I'm going to take care of my kids. I'm going to make this music. I'm going to keep pushing forward and everything that is supposed to happen for me is going to happen for me. Absolutely. Believe faith and yeah. drive, bro. Yeah. So, and so what all that, that good story you got with the whole nine, how, how did the name Blase come around though? Oh, like, that's what I want to know. Like, cause I like, cause when he was saying, I, I was already heard for the last couple of weeks, we was talking about having this interview it was Blase, Blase. He's looking up Blase, but then today is Matt. Like <laughs> where, where, where <laughs> we get Blase from? Yeah. Well, you know what, man? My dad, my dad, one of my dad's favorite words was like, uh, let's go down, let's blase down here for a minute. You know what I mean? I like some West Coast stuff. Yeah. So my brother, <laughs> my brother, we were sitting there and we was like, man, we got to come up with a name. We got to come up with a name. And then my brother was like, man, blase. And I was like, yeah, man, I like that. <laughs> and and, the, yeah. and the, the, the definition of blase is kind of dope. You know what I mean? It's like uh, the definition is kind of like... Um, somebody saying uh oh man i just sold an ounce of dope it's like man i that's that's nothing yeah, that's blase to me yeah that's nothing yeah that's, yeah, that's so, nothing. yeah yeah i love it man no i yeah man this 
those these type of stories and that, that's what i i just want people to understand that there is light at the end of the tunnel yeah, man. man just keep digging a little bit further it's like that meme i always see right you got the guy that keeps pushing and there's diamond and the guy's so close to digging the diamond he, he, he turned, yeah, yeah he turns around and um things will get hard things will get difficult but man i think i, I said it be, believe faith and 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 hustle grinding bro yeah it, it'll it'll turn around you know everybody's gonna have goliaths in their lives and that i use david and goliath a lot metaphorically because you know he had the belief yeah. so we, our goliaths are struggles yeah. addiction all that stuff so you know once you have once you have used the resources around you you know he yeah, had the slingshot in a rock and he knew how to use them so and then that goliath is the doubt and the people who's like oh heck no the, the that's the Goliath closing them doors on you, man. But yeah, hey, keep pushing, bro. This oh, door, don't, that door don't open. Guess what? I'm, I'm gonna try all of them. Well, I'm yeah. gonna kick the fucking door open. You know what I mean? That's the grind. So yeah. Well, the people that are too afraid to jump, man, are always gonna try to keep you from jumping, man. Uh, no, no, exactly. Hundred percent. It's uh. Hey, I like that, man. But man, I heard it from um. What's the what's the guy that does the little contest like Family Feud or something? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey, man, this dude. If you got the opportunity, go watch his speech, or his like little video about uh jumping. This that that shit changed my life, man. You know, and and my partner that that video and my partner. I I told my brother one time I was like, hey, bro, let's go to this studio, and he was like. He goes, you go check at the studio, and then once you get there, if it's cool, hit me up, and I'll and I'll sign. And I was like, and I and I knew that was my brother's way of saying he wasn't going right. But earlier <laughs> that day, earlier that day, my partner Tim McCain, who I did, uh, prison state prison time with, he posted something, and he said, "Go out on a limb. That's where yeah. the fruit is." And I was like, Ooh. "Holy God, man! That that." got to get out of the comfort zone you can't yeah. hold on to the trunk you ain't going to get fed so and then that, yeah. that yeah, the, drunk, the trunk ain't growing no fruit trunk, you're, gonna no, get, you're gonna get sap and get that trunk sap on you it's so true i love that so but, oh, that's what's up so um blase matt and yeah. i don't know what to call you uh <laughs> do you <laughs> so have you gone back to talk to people uh, as a inspirational story for those people uh, trying to work on their redemption and stuff, is that something that you do or you're working towards starting to do that kind of like a, a support for those guys to see that it can be done? No, nah, you know, I like because I live in Solano County now, man, and I, I drive past the Solano County Juvenile Hall frequently. Right. And I always get the urge because you always look in them parking oh. lots, bro, and then parking lots are empty. I mean, it's like these these kids in there ain't got a motherfucking thing going for them. You know what I mean? And it's just like uh, I, I got the urge, man. There's just something calling me to want to go into them, um, into them juvenile systems, man, and just talk to them kids, man. Let them know that there's something better, man, and that uh, spending their whole life in prison is just because it, it's 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 fucked up, man. Because like I went and did on my very first uh, prison sentence, I went and did four years. And I came home and it was like, man, in four years didn't seem like a day after you get home. So you forget about it. And then mm -hmm. the four years turned into 12 and a half years. You know what I mean? And it's like, uh, oh, thankfully, I got a year off my sentence for the drug program or else I did 11 on the 12 and a half. But um, it's just the time once you come home 
doesn't seem like it even happened. But then mm-hmm. before you know it, your whole life is gone in and out of the system. You're doing four years, you're doing eight years and the next one you're doing 25, you know what I mean? And it's like, then your whole life is fucking gone. But, um, I, I get yeah. urge all the time. And you know, people, people regularly reach out to me on the internet. They're like, man, Maddie, I knew you before you went in. I feel like if you could, uh, do right, anybody could do right. So, um, and I'll and I'll reach out to these guys. I I don't leave these guys on red. People that reach mm. out to me and want to talk to me about shit that they're going through, um, I reach back out. You know what I mean? Nah, you man, do. I, I yeah, doing the wrong thing, man. And um, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and preach to you. I will tell you my experiences about like losing my parents. You know, one time, this is uh, so they took the. This was one of the things that stuck out the most for me in my whole sentence, right? So they took the cigarettes away in the federal system. And then, uh, so I go and I buy three packs, you know, from somebody that's, that's holding on to them or whatever. And then I make a call to my brother and I could tell my brother is shook up, right? He's emotional. So I'm like, man, blood, what's, what's up with you? Why are you crying, man? Or what? Like, why are you, why are you choked up? And he said, man, uh, mom's test just came back that her, cancer is growing or whatever she's dying they gave her six months to live or whatever so uh instead of sitting there and mourning with my brother you know what i mean like uh going through what he's going through with him i tell this dude i'm like man bro i need you to send this money to this dude i done bought these packs of cigarettes right and my brother got real quiet and he was like man bro i don't understand it when the fuck are you going to change? He goes, you just got sentenced to 12 and a half years in prison. He goes, you just barely got to the prison and you're doing the exact same shit that got you to prison. Yeah. I just told you that fucking my, our mom is dying. And, and this is your reply. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, I sent you all the money you need. You ask for books. I send you books. If you need extra money, I send you extra money. He goes, I don't understand your, your fucking thought process. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it, it took a while for, and, and you needed that nudge. Pro, with that conversation, that that's what your mindset a little bit, and how you, or did it take a little bit more after it that? It took a long time, man. But yeah. that 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 conversation never left me. You know what I mean? That yeah. shit. And a friend of mine one time they invited me to this class called uh, Courage to Change, and he like painted the picture. He's like, man, if you've seen somebody attacking somebody in your family. Like, say, hypothetically speaking, a dog is attacking your mom. What are you going to do? And everybody said the same thing. Obviously, man, I'm going to I'm going to stop the dog from attacking my mom or whoever it was. And then the person turned it and was like, well, what if I was to say that you are the dog that's attacking your family? You know what I mean? Your family's going through this every time you go in and out of prison, you're breaking them down. You don't know it, but they're stressed out, worried about your safety. You know what I mean? Uh, How much time you're going to do this time. Maybe their failings in life that got you to where you're going through or or got you doing what you're going through. You know, it's uh, and that shit resonated. It was just like little gems, man, that that when I was finally able to sit there and go like, man, when the fuck am I going to change? What am I going to do? You know what I mean? And it's just like little things stuck out in my mind and self-reflection, man. Yeah. Yeah. So was was your brother going through the same similar things you went through, or did he did it bypass him, or did he um, stop early? My brother, um, my brother went through it too. Just but my brother, 
they raided my house when uh, my brother was 19, I was 20, and they found 90 grams of dope in my mom's house, in my mom's room. So instead of charging my mom, they charged my mother for 30 grams of the dope. They charged my brother for 30 grams of the dope. They charged me for 30 grams of the dope. So I, because I was on, yeah, I was on probation. I ended up going to, to prison, but my brother did like eight months in the county. And, and every time we had a court case, my brother and I would see each other. And, and I told my brother on the last court case, cause I knew he was going home. I was like, man, bro, what are you going to do? And this fool's like, man, Maddie, I'm going to go home. I'm going to hook up with this girl. And he even said the, the woman's name. He goes, I'm going to have a couple uh, kids and, and I, I'm done with this shit. And this fool went home, hooked up with the girl that he said he was going to hook up with, had a couple kids, ended up as a, an operator at a refinery. And I mean, his whole life changed. Today, this fool is like one of the head guys in an uh, oil refinery out here in the Bay Area. So I love it. Those, those are the kind of stories I love, man. And yeah. You know, not the circumstances that you went through don't define you today, yeah. right? And that that stuck out from Grant the last episode. Yeah. And I know he mentioned that he's gonna start working on on helping these guys that that have been through this stuff to yeah. to getting their lives better. And I'm and I'm all for it, man. And if there's anything that I can say to anybody out there, HR folks that are listening, people, listen, I get it. You got to run a background. That mistake or that yeah, decision gotta, that they made 15, you gotta, you gotta 20 years ago because even does the, not define the man that he is now. And and I'm all for the second chance thing. And even the most vetted person is a can be a, a, a bad person for the company. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. just because I went to jail doesn't mean automatically assume that I'm gonna fuck up what y'all got going on. There's right, plenty right. of people we we hear them stories where the CEO did something and you, yeah. or, you know, scheming off the top or whatever. And he didn't never <laughs> right. go to jail. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so they, they got to figure that reform. You know, we talked about reform in a lot of our, our, our shows, but yeah. it's like, Hey, we got to reform these things and say, Hey man, just cause you went to jail or you went to prison or whatever, doesn't mean that you're a bad guy. You was just a good guy that did some bad shit. Right. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, shit, some of the biggest crooks I've ever met are people that ain't never been in trouble. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Hello. Oh yeah. No. And sure. I, I was just reading about like so Texas has this second chance thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like for first time offenders or whatever, they give them a second chance and all that's wiped away. But it's only DWIs and shit like that. But why does mm-hmm. it only have to be? Now I get it, right? If you're a night stalker, yeah. and, you know, I get it. Certain things you just can't, <laughs> you yeah. just can't change, but you know, uh, possession charges, yeah. things oh, like that. And that's, and, and that's a whole different oh, one, especially with shit becoming legal now. Like yeah, that, that, yeah right. That, you shouldn't that's be charged. Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't be charged. But those are the things like, I want to talk to somebody. Why do they only have to be DWIs or DUIs? Right. Why can't it be possession charges too? If they have no record, but no, that's not the case. Right. So, well, in California, once it gets past seven years, they can't even they can't even do a, a background check past seven years. Oh, okay. So when I got home, because I had been gone so long, uh, once I was, um, I think once I was out of prison for five years, my shit don't even come up. I got you. Okay. So I I've like I've gotten jobs since I've been home where I call my brother and be like, man, bro. They just sent me the background check. What do I say? And he goes, well, if you yeah. answer, if you answer it truthfully, bro, you're, you're not going to get the job. 
No, so, that's just it. He yeah. says if, if you if you if you lie and you end up getting away with it, you're probably gonna get the job. So it's a stat. And, and, and it's like a double S, man, because you like, oh, on the, on one end, it's like, yo, I want, I'm I'm out here to do the right thing, right. knowing the right thing and doing the right thing, gonna get your ass up out of here, man. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Well, it's yeah, just but like, yeah, you can't tell the truth hundred yeah. percent of the time. Well, it's I just don't. like I don't. Yeah, it's just I, like I big right? Yeah, they want to be. They want to be a hundred percent. I'm like, bro, if it didn't happen on paper, it didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> those questions are meant to, to, to twitch you. So if it's not on paper, it didn't happen, I you mean, know, but and realistically, when they put that, they should say in the last seven years, have you been right. mm. of a charge or da 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 in the last five years, have you been released from uh, prison or whatever the case may be? So but when that, I say the, no, like, I can leave that thing open. I mean, who, who's going to realistically speaking, you got five people, and even if that fifth person fits everything that you need them to fit, and he right. goes in there and says, "Yeah, I went to prison yeah. in, uh, such and such year for a battery on a police officer, and I went for four yeah. years. Then after that, I, I got busted with fuck a trunk full of uh, cocaine, and then went and did a twelve and a half year sentence. But I should, I deserve this job." They're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, you're the perfect candidate for us. Let's give yeah. you the job." Yeah, right. You no. do deserve the job, and there's the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just made our job really yeah, exactly. easy. Right. Now, now, now we got four. So. Yeah, and I don't know, and I don't know if, if if my wife Michelle, she's in the whole HR thing here in Texas. I don't know if there's limitations like for background checks. There, there is. There so, is too. Even in my career field, like so, when I got hired, where I'm working at right now. They uh like he said it was seven years back. They okay. said what has happened seven years ago. So shit, I was good. I didn't have to talk about nothing that happened after seven okay. years ago. So I got you. Okay. But but still, I was still nervous, right? Because they still was gonna do that damn background check. Well, yeah, so, you don't so, know what they're gonna pull. But, and I know and then they pull it up and be like, yeah. well, even though we said seven years, but damn, that that was some fucked up shit. Yeah, seven right. years seven ago. Seven years like, ago. Yeah. You, you don't know, you know what I'm saying? So right. I was Shaking, shaking, the, rolling the dice, like, oh man, hope I get, you know, what I'm saying, don't crap out, you know. But it, I mean, it worked out. But still, you, 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 you change your life. You shouldn't have to worry about those things. But like you just said, Matt, it's it's unrealistic to think that, like, oh, I can be truthful and say, yeah, you know, I I did these amount of times in prison, but I'm gonna change. Mm -hmm. Like you yeah. said, just I, you made their job easier. So now, you know what? We ain't gotta worry about these four. Exactly. <laughs> it's just yeah. not right, man. Yeah. No, yeah. that, on, the other, on the other side of that coin, there there's situations where you know we're we're thankful that they got background checks. You know, we don't want weirdos working around our yeah. kids, shit like that. You know what I mean? So, but and some people don't deserve second chances, man. So it yeah. totally depends on the charges. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You Anything. nobody was gonna give Jeffrey Dahmer a second chance. No, no. Exactly. no. <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's tough especially to working at a school or something. Yeah, it's tough to right. give somebody a chance that did something to a innocent kid who. Yeah, hell yeah, book, man. Yeah, yeah no game. No, that's another no, subject yeah, right there. There's, on there's, there's no coming guys. back from that, man. No, nah, there ain't. No, no that's yeah. like a mental. That's a mental thing that doesn't yeah. change. And you know that that makes me think about. I was reading somebody that they wanted them to have their own classification, right? No. I don't know if you had heard that they wanted pedophiles to have the same classification. Then I'm like, really? No, man. That's you want a, a classification those, those, in humanity? Those are sick people, bro. Right. Those exactly. Are you are not sick. Like, the, the, they the need to all go to an island somewhere. Yeah. Hell yeah. The, the, <laughs> right. the, the island of Dr. Moreau, that movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Why, why are these pedophiles and rapists and shit getting less time than drug dealers, man? It's and, like, oh my god, that don't even make no sense, bro. bro. That like you can look at you can look at okay, drugs is bad or whatever. You can call it what you want to, man. But it can, it can still be a victimless crime, right? Right. But a kid or you do some rapist, that, that, that should be like automatic. Yeah. Or you shouldn't even get a chance to defend yourself. And you ruin you their life for, forever. You imagine a woman getting like that, man. How you, how she ever become comfortable with a man? You know what I mean? A child. Yeah. How does a yep. child ever live a normal life after something like that? Nope. That's yeah. Nobody's life for the rest of their fucking lives. And you out here getting probation. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I, I yeah, that, that is that is that is crazy, yeah. bro. And then it's like you said, you watch these movies and stuff, and then you see what happens to those type of people that go to jail. But it's like even it's just crazy, man. Like how those people get like uh, you're sick. I don't know what you they need go to do, out of but... their way to protect them now. You yeah, something to a sex offender, they try to charge you with a hate crime. Yeah. 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 So it's like that. If you if you if you what if you go up to a, a sex offender and do, do something, something to him, it's, it's a, a hate, hate crime. crime. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a hate crime. It's malicious. You you hate this person, and your crime is a crime of passion. You're trying to fucking hurt this motherfucker, and they. <laughs> well, that's that's insane. Because yeah. again, it's it's like giving them a classification of, yeah. you know, it's the same. Of, like they're the victim. Yeah, yeah they're exactly. not the victim. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that that's tough. That, that to me, there's no second chances when it comes to that. No. I mean, we all got kids, so we already know yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah. I'll yeah. be that. I'll be that parent that will be on YouTube or on the news when yep, lose control and I got yeah. tackled by the damn sheriffs inside the courthouse or something. I don't even think I wait oh. to the courthouse. So yeah, no. um, that shit would be tough, man. But um, <laughs> that would be tough. Yeah. So I know we're coming up to to the hour mark. If we could say. And we'll go around the horn, yeah. Miss Kristen. If we could say one thing about redemption and about second chances, what would that be for you? What would you say about it? I guess just goes back to really wanting it, you know, really wanting to make it happen and, and dedicating yourself to it, no matter how hard it is, you know. And if you come across a hard aspect of trying to get better and you can't handle it, you know, you, I mean, life isn't perfect. Life is far from perfect. And if you're really wanting to redeem your life after whatever you've done, um, you, I mean, you just have to really just understand it is not going to be perfect every day, you know, and you have to just push through. You just really do. Right on. Blase, what would you say? Uh, I say it's never too late, man. Um, Amen. Don't don't get too caught up in what you uh in thinking about what others think about you, man. People change and um and it's hard, but but uh it's worth it, man. I got like I said, I got a dope family. Um I love my life today and I know it's been a struggle to get to where I'm at and uh and there was plenty of times where I wanted to go back to doing what I was doing because that was my comfort zone, man, but uh but I pushed through, man, and I'm glad I did. I, like I said, I love my life. I got multiple chances. You know what I mean? I was on my third strike when I when I caught my mm -hmm. Fed case. So, but um, I'm blessed, man, and I feel like like I've earned it. I've kept pushing, and and second chances, man. We all deserve them, man. Don't judge people by what they did. Judge them by what they're doing. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. What I do want to say about Matt um, is. He's become extremely successful with his music and he's, you know, 
put so much dedication and he has so many followers and so many people love you and you're still so incredibly humble and you take the time for each comment on your social media and people recognize that people talk to talk about you all the time you know people that i know it's just like man he has like a thousand comments but he takes the time to say hey thanks for listening to my music to each one you know and i just think you're so special in, in that regard because um just just being so humble about how far you've come and how um how much you like genuinely appreciate each and every individual that listens to your music is just so awesome and i just want you to know that oh, i appreciate that man i love <laughs> the people that follow me i'm not lying that shit means the world to me yeah absolutely and boogie if you had to say something what would you say hey man keep pushing man and then when you get into those those situations where uh if you can't change the people around you change the people around you mm. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I, hey, that's pretty good. Um, the only thing, I mean, I would caveat everything you guys said. I just think that you need to believe in yourself and find purpose because you're you were put on this earth to do something. You have to find what that purpose is. And I'm gonna challenge you, Blase slash Matt. Go to the one, <laughs> go to that detention center yeah. this year and speak to them kids, man. You should. I'm telling you, you you really should because. That's just a whole nother spectrum. Just dude, I, I can, I can already see it writing on the wall yeah, being yeah. an inspiration to those kids because you know, they might not have parents, yeah. brothers or something. They got to go take that leap, brother. Hey, I'm yeah. telling you, your story is powerful, man. And I do. Um, I got to jump. I got to jump. So again, I want to thank everybody for coming out. Oh yeah. Um, Miss Kristen, thank you for plugging mm -hmm. us into blase. Um, I mean, I'm already I already follow him on yeah. on YouTube. So everybody, follow Blase on YouTube. B L A B L A S E. You'll yeah. find him on Apple Music. He's that he's the little squiggly. He's on that top cool of e. guy with the I think it's an Irish bandana yeah. or something on your <laughs> yep <laughs> on his neck. Um, yeah, man. And again, again, the plug on Miss Kristen Sophia Dashlane.com. Get that merch. Um, we appreciate you listening. Um, thank you out. And yeah, appreciate we, it. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna we're gonna take you out with your with your freestyle Coco County, buddy. Uh, uh, yeah. It's crazy. There's no county like it at all. You know, it's like it don't matter what city you from. It could be Rodeo, Martinez, yeah. Richmond, or Pittsburgh. I love the beat drop. System, you Kids, his father's a gangster. Trenches ain't nothing new to me. Five out of probably the one shooting me. Thousand in the pen. How many it. are there for loyalty? White boy gangster. Uh, the ones plugging me. Let's hear it, Matt. Hey, that man hype, man. Yeah, that man hype. Uh, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, no. Real we appreciate you, we man, appreciate for coming you. out this Sunday, Much, man. Much I appreciate y'all. When you yeah. come to Texas, do that third coast show. Or we'll be there. Look us I up. Appreciate it. All right. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, have a good one. You too. Shit. Shit hard, man.